0: Tell your friends, the Mark and Mac show is back and better than ever. Sell so crazy someplace else. We're all stocked up here. Liferadio.fm, the Mark and Mac Friday edition, which means we're probably not even here. <laughs> Actually, we are. <laughs> yeah we are just messing with you <laughs> i mean i don't know why but anyway um a duo was charged with joy riding in a stolen bus now stupid criminals start off young i think mark because yeah you probably have to be about 12 or 13 years old when you're looking at your buddy going you know what when we get older we're stealing this bus mm-hmm.
1: well this pair was not exactly in their teens but they did steal a bus. A man and woman found yeah. sitting inside a Jitney bus in a motel parking lot in New Jersey early Monday were charged with receiving stolen property and joyriding. How do you
0: receive stolen property if you just took it? That's what I want to know. Fairfield office. But that was what I was trying to say. See, these are two kids. They're 12 and 13 years old. They're riding the bus home. And they're mapping out a plan. When we get older, we're stealing a bus. I got now, you. Receiving. You see, that's what I was saying. Receiving solar property. They didn't actually steal the bus. Somebody said, hey, here are the keys. Take it for a ride. See what you think. Uh-huh. Right.
1: You know? Yeah. <laughs> Kick yeah. the tires. <laughs> make me an offer when you get back fairfield officer
0: it's a tiny house (laughs) on wheels
1: mark that's what it is all it needs is a little vision and a little sweat equity uh fairfield officer john saragusa first spotted the bus shortly before 1 a.m followed around for a short time before he turned it turned into a motel parking lot well, that's a big trick. Um, additional police officers responded to arrest both <laughs> the suspects: a 29-year-old man and a 33-year-old woman. The bus had been stolen last week from Newark. In addition to joyriding and receiving stolen property, the man was charged with possession of cocaine and drug paraphernalia.
0: Oh, Shocker! No, the drug's not in. <laughs> Drugs are involved? Wow. You know, if you ever want to know how Hitler really lost the Second World War, go back and look at his drug addiction, you know? It took a couple of years for it all to fall apart, but the dude... cocaine, heroin towards the end of his life, and there you go. That's where these people are. The only difference is they weren't charismatic. They weren't Bonnie and Clyde. So they ended up in a solo bus thinking it is a time. Nobody, nobody Mark, will think of us living in a bus, and it drives. We'll just drive to a different county. They'll never know. Uh uh-huh. That's a plan. It's not a great plan, but it's a plan. life radio dot fm mark and Mac show cruising along singing a song side by side <laughs> there we go a man accused of stealing tvs from walmart mark yeah you know how do you steal something that is so big I mean, i'm gonna sing big because well
1: yeah i mean you gotta have a buggy to get the thing out the door unless it's a little bitty tv right, right? so this yeah, guy who's but, buying those these days yeah a, a man in tennessee is accused of stealing tvs from walmart and selling them in the parking lot of the store (laughs) he became a walmart reseller right there on the property officers responded to a walmart in knoxville around 9 p.m saturday and found donald kirkland in possession of stolen items police said kirkland ran from officers but was eventually taken into custody never run from the police it just makes them mad and you're going to wind up at the hospital having tripped over the curb seven or eight times uh, kirkland told the officers he had stolen three tvs a karaoke machine and camping equipment from the retail store and was selling the items in the parking lot A walmart manager corroborated his story telling officers he mm-hmm. saw kirkland loading one of the tvs into a cart in the store and kirkland was charged with theft of merchandise
0: <laughs> all right so if he had played it out smart he could have taken the camping equipment he stole set it up in the parking lot, say, I'm just camping out and I'm trying to raise some money. Here's some items. I, you know, how did he get, how did he got to realize, Mark, he got all this stuff out of the store and you've got an employee saying, yeah, I saw him loading the cart. Yeah. Okay. I saw him loading the cart. Nobody checked his receipt because, well, you know, come on. This is like the woman in Florida that had a, you know, what a 65 inch EV put it in the buggy and just walked out the door with it.
1: Right. Yeah. The thing is that walking out the door with it is one thing. Staying on the Walmart property and trying to sell it to somebody, that's totally different. And I think that qualifies him as a stupid criminal. Go!
0: LifeRadio.fm, Mark Mack Show. And, uh, you know, Mark yesterday and it was late in the afternoon okay um i've been busy and i'm just kind of you know how you have that moment where you had a busy day and now mm-hmm. you you've got about a 15 minute window and the only way you're actually going to be able to chill is if you leave and go to a store or something you, you know just you have to leave the presence of other people
1: <laughs> yes i understand That's what that. i did
0: i'm about three and a half minutes away all my way to a dollar general because well they're on the way to everywhere no matter where you're going you could be on your way to a dollar general and that's what when people talk to cops hey where were you headed man dollar general you know <laughs> well you just pass them back there nope there's one right up here i'm going to you mm-hmm. could do that so <laughs> yeah i'm on my way and i get a ding ding, ding you know, notification i've got a text and i look at it it's a picture and it's what is this mm. and it looks to be a doll maybe um and it looks like Maybe it's on, is it close up, but maybe it's on my back porch, but it looks like the doll's been run over by the trash truck, you know, (laughs) it doesn't look like a dolly you'd find in Toy Story five. Okay. Okay. And I thought, well, maybe it's not a doll. And I just wrote back rabbit question mark because it looked like, you know, could have been at one time. And anyway, I'm like, where is this? You know, I, that was my, why are you sending this to me? It was it was from Ladonna, by the way, and it was on the back porch. And I'm like, okay, we've got a dead rabbit on the back porch. Hmm. P.S. Your cat is dead. Come on, is somebody <laughs> sending us a message? Because you know, holy moly, dude.
1: Well, at it's least like, at least it wasn't I in think, a pot on the stove.
0: <laughs> I'm just yeah, or a dagon. At least it wasn't the head in the bed, you know. But. I don't know what's going on, man. So yeah. I'm telling you this as kind of like evidence is something is come is closing in on us mm-hmm. because we don't have outdoor dogs that would have done this. Yeah. Our cat is not overly aggressive. And this was a, a, a rabbit about half the cat's size. It wasn't small. Yeah. It was way too big for the cat to have taken advantage. So something killed this rabbit and brought him to our back porch. Mark. Hmm. The screened-in back porch. Hmm. And they didn't put it on the side like where the sliding glass was. They put it on the side where the hot tub was. Mm-hmm. Not where it is because it doesn't exist. We bought the house. Hey, man, you got a place for a hot tub over here. looks great. And buy the house. And it's like, hey, remember the great place for the hot tub where there was a hot tub? Mm-hmm. Oh, that didn't come with the house. Thank you. That's where the rabbit was. The dead <laughs> okay. rabbit. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> now, as I went to pick up, LaDonna's standing over there. You know, she's... She she's using clear spray paint, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" She goes, "Well, there's ants all over it. There's bugs all over it. It's like a find." Okay. <laughs> spraying clear paint on this rabbit. So now you yeah. have a nice shiny ants, dead rabbit. Yeah, and the ants are frozen in time. So what I'm thinking is I could legitimately cram this thing in the freezer, Mark, pull it out in about two weeks, and say I was digging a hole, I hit a block of ice, and here it is. This is an ancient two-trillion-year-old rabbit. It even has ants. It was They were flash frozen when an asteroid hit planet Earth. Oh, gosh. I was going to, you know, LaDonna was looking at me, and said, should I cut the rabbit's foot off, you know, for good luck? And she, you know,
1: now that rabbit's like, already had yeah. a lot of bad luck. <laughs> well, that's it. she was like. Well,
0: it, he's dead. How good luck can that you, what am I supposed <laughs> to catch when he's running and snap it off? They don't grow back. No matter where you look at it, that dead wow. rabbit's foot is bad luck. Uh-huh. Radio FM. It's the Mark and Mac show. And by the way, that last break brought to you by a very paranoid Dave Mac. <laughs> just letting you know that something's happening around my house. And uh, Well, I don't Yikes. know if it's stand up in court, but I'm throwing the evidence out there, Mark. That Alrighty. something or somebody is messing with my house mm. on the outside so far. Yeah. and I'll, I have to. Uh, anyway, I don't know what's going on, but it's mm. kind of freaking me out. All I can think of is if. well. I would call Bill Murray, but I know he's rude. <laughs> I think Dan Aykroyd would be fun to hang out with. Oh, you're thinking of calling Andy the Pons Ghostbusters? Cool. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And what I could do is see if I can get Aykroyd to reach Ramus. you know, using his Ghostbusters. There we go. Reach the dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Mark. Mm-hmm. A British right. man. A British man aims for a Guinness World Record.
1: Mm-hmm. A British inventor is seeking a Guinness World Record record. Um, their recognition that is for a 22 foot long mobility scooter. He believes it's going to be the world's longest 57 year old Kevin Nix, who previously earned Guinness world records for creating the world's fastest motorized shed and the world's fastest <laughs> wheelbarrow. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's the world's fastest tiny house. Um, he said he decided to take on the title of world's longest mobility scooter after discovering the current record stands at 10 feet, four inches. Nix is uh, from Chipping Norton, England. He said Guinness rules stipulate that his creation must be a standard mobility scooter with no wheels in the middle to support the extra weight or the length. Nix uh, said he will have to demonstrate the scooter can travel at least 328 feet under its own power to qualify for the title. He said he'll, eventually, he'll officially attempt the record later this month at Elvington Airfield in Yorkshire, England.
0: Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. I, I I do. I like the fact that they've laid it out there that yeah, you can build it long, but you can't build support. You can't do right. good engineering. You have to, in order to break this world record, you have to do the engineering of a twelve-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. a twelve-year-old boy who lacks basic skills in technology <laughs> and engineering. Okay, that's who has to
1: do this. It has to have the same number of wheels as a normal scooter. Oh, no. there you go. Oh and no. That makes sense.
0: <laughs> Life Radio .fm Mark and Mac show and uh you know the reason I was telling you earlier about the strange stuff happening around my house yeah is because I've been watching way too many weird documentaries about <laughs> supposedly true stuff you know uh-huh. and so I'm just laying it out there because when weird things start ha- I mean look man uh-huh. haven't you all of a sudden had something weird happen around your house it's not like a okay A UFO means unidentified flying object. It doesn't mean spaceships from Mars. Mm -hmm, It merely means there's something flying in the sky that I cannot. I mean, I don't recognize. Right. That's all it means. And I've seen a few of those things that were, by the way, very explainable as something man-made, you know? Sure, yeah. It's just, I hadn't seen it before. Very cool stuff. But when you see weird stuff happen at your house that you're like, there is no explanation for this. A Mm. rabbit at my back door, for example, you know? Yeah, Yeah. There isn't. I mean, there are rabbits in my neighborhood, but we don't have a big dog in our backyard. Our backyard is fenced in. You know, there's just a lot of things that come into play. Hmm. And that, you know, so the reason I'm saying it is just in case, Mark, just in case something weird's happening. I don't want you to go Wow, That came out of nowhere. No, it Uh, didn't. It's put, you know what? Go ahead and call, make Scott Dawson into your homes. You'd be, (laughs) you know, Sherlock or Watson or whatever. And y'all go solve this mystery. Right (laughs) now. Okay. Mark puts a a story in our stuff today. Steve Irwin escapes. Mm -hmm. And all I'm thinking, was he hot? Is that what it was? (laughs) I thought he was dead. Authorities
1: in Pennsylvania are warning members of the public to be on the lookout for a six-foot boa constrictor who escaped from his owner's home. Police said, said animal rescuers in Mercer said the snake named Steve Irwin escaped from his owner's home through an open front door in the North Pitt Street area of Mercer. Paul Tobin of the Mercer County Humane Society says, we just wanted to let everybody know this thing is out there, and if you see it, you probably shouldn't play with it. (laughs) I don't think playing with it is going to be people's first response when they see a six-foot boa constrictor. (laughs) No. He said the snake was recently fed and will likely not be on the hunt for food. But he says these snakes are opportunists, so if he if the opportunity arose, it would probably eat. Wow! <laughs> the boa's former owner or the boa's, the boa's owner said in a Facebook post that a two hundred dollar reward is being offered for Steve's safe return.
0: You know, I I can appreciate the fact that they like the Steve Hunter guy. I see everyone. Yes, <laughs> if they named him before Steve died, okay, yeah. that's okay. After his death, I don't know. I, I'm just a little weird about that. Mm. I think you're asking for trouble, man. <laughs> and and obviously you got trouble. A six-foot-long boa constrictor? Mm-hmm. And people are like, well, they don't bite. They strangle it. Yes, they do. They actually bite you yes, to hold do. you while they wrap around you to strangle you. <laughs> that's right. They do. Watch me a mouse. And by the way, <laughs> go find the six-footer and see where the big ball is in his, you know, because that's his last food. Mm-hmm. If it's close to the front, you're okay. If it's about halfway back or more buddy run <laughs> well he said these snakes are opportunists yep. so
1: if you look tasty mm-mm.
0: <laughs> life Radio. FM, the mark and mac show and uh boy oh boy mark <laughs> as we head into a weekend by the way i'm throwing this out there because it is something a little different for me actually going to celebrate my birthday whoa yeah but I I'm not doing it by my choice. Again, I'm being drugged into it. It's just that I can't explain to a seven year old why I don't. Okay. Oh and I, yeah. I thought about that. I did. I thought, you know, this is something that is personal for me, you know, cause we've dealt with it for a long time, mm-hmm. but it's like, I just <laughs> don't want it. I, and, and I, if you love me, respect the fact that I don't even want you to say happy birthday to me, you know, that kind ah. of thing, but it doesn't work in the real world. And so with Braylon, I, he, He thinks differently than any child I've ever met. And I know he's my grandson and all that, but, you know, fine. I'll be that guy. Okay. But, yeah. Anyway, he has a plan. And even though he has his first, because his first football game is tomorrow, his first one got canceled last week. But this is the actual first one, real game that counts. Okay. And anyway, he's like, I'm so sorry that you have to do this on your birthday, Papa. He said this the other day. Hmm. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Oh, on your birthday, I have a my football game. I'm sorry, you. had me. I'm like, dude, really? Are you? I thought he was messing with me, you know, but he wasn't because he has a plan. Wow. His seven year old mind has concocted a birthday plan, oh, and man. his football game got in the way of his plan. And so, <laughs> Anna was like, "Look, we're gonna have to work with him on this. You know, he really wants to do it." And I'm like, "Wow, okay. I'll, I'm along, and that's so." I said, "All right, then." I will enjoy it. I'll be like everybody else and say, great, bring it on. Where are my presents? (laughs) Let's let the disappointment begin now. And so anyway. (laughs) Let
1: the disappointment begin now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's just what I wanted. Another pair of socks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't buy used underwear. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: Thank you for thinking so frugally and shopping for yeah. me at the thrift store. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> LifeRadio.fm, the Mark and Mac show. You know, uh
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Since the during the music conversation is bleeding into the into our our segment here. <laughs>
0: Yeah, finally Friday. I'm just kind of shaking my head, man. Just let's get out of it. Anyway, right, yeah. So, all right, in Raleigh, North Carolina, Mark, there is a thing called the Belt Line. You know how, like in Birmingham, you have 459. Mm-hmm, yeah. In Atlanta, you got 285. Right. And in in Raleigh, you have the Belt Line. It circles the town, and and so a lot of stories that come out of the Raleigh area actually happen with adjacent to the Belt Line. Mm-hmm. Like this particular story is Crabtree Valley Mall area. Um, there's, it's a big exit, you know, where the belt line and I, and highway 70 or I 70, whatever it is. So it's a very, very busy area. Okay. The reason I'm telling you that is because a pig was captured in this area, <laughs> this very congested, <laughs> very busy area, right. with really nice neighborhoods. Okay. Uh, so yeah. you've got a you, you're not out in the country here. Mm. You're, you're in a busy area of Raleigh, North Carolina. Right. And a pig is loose, not just for a couple hours. Yeah, it says this in the headline pig captured after days
1: on the loose at least two days on the loose. Animal control officers in North Carolina captured that pig had been seen wandering around loose through those neighborhood, this neighborhood for at least two days. Residents of the Birchwood Hills neighborhood in Raleigh. That sounds like an expensive neighborhood. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah. yeah, it's over in Birchwood Hills. I uh, uh-huh. said the pig had been seen darting through yards and driveways since at least Saturday without any human supervision. <laughs> what would have mm-hmm. been funnier was we seen him walking through yards on a leash. Anyway, uh, Raleigh Animal Control officers responded Monday when the pig was found hiding under a resident's deck, and they ended up chasing the animal to another yard where it sought refuge under another deck. The officers were eventually able to lure the pig out with food and took the animal to the blind spot sanctuary. The sanctuary said the pig's owner will have
0: 10 days to come forward and claim their pet before it is put up for adoption. All right, now you know the Blind Spot Sanctuary is the area in back of the uh, police precinct that doesn't have any security cameras that can see it. It's a blind spot, <laughs> that's and that's is. where they just created lunch and dinner for the next couple of weeks right. and a lot of breakfast meat. Adoption means barbecue. Yep. <music> FM, the Mark and Max show, and you know, Mark, one of the things that uh, keep it pops up through social media and I think there's a number of television shows you know, the movies that made us what we are today and toys that made it, you know the toys that made us or whatever and it's kind of looking you know, it's usually some short documentary or whatever about big you know, uh, toys or something like Cabbage Patch dolls or right, really, you know, really popular uh, uh, toys. Yeah, yeah, they got really popular for a short period of time and and we just remember them fondly and so when you see a headline that says toy hall of fame i'm thinking mm. you know there are certain jobs that are dodges we we actually do that okay but if you're the head of the toy hall of fame you just beat out the mark and Mac show for the biggest career dodge of all time <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you we live in a society that actually has a
1: toy hall of fame <laughs> the strong national museum of play announced this year's finalists for the national toy hall of fame to include bingo the game bingo Briar Horses, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, because I've never heard of them before. Briar Horses, yeah. uh, Light Bright, Catan, and Masters of the Universe. And of course, when I saw Catan, I thought, ka you know, from this oh. bank theory.
0: <laughs> That's
1: funny. <laughs> but Briar Horses uh. are these horse figurines. I think they're hand-painted horse figurines, and they're these collectible things. And apparently... Apparently there is a big fan base amongst little girls who love these briar horses. Anyway, cause I had to, yeah, I had to little, look it up, you know,
0: <laughs> I'm going to tell you, Mark, those little girls had to grow to be rich grannies because these things are on 300 bucks a pop. Yeah. yeah they're pricey. The, uh, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> you get cheaper ones, but the ones worth collecting are, you know, mm-hmm. yep. For a plastic
1: horse. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm from the Beanie Baby generation.
0: (laughs) I know what you're talking
1: about Uh, when you're spending money on collecting stuff that's going to be just collecting dust for ages. Um, The Strong, located in Rochester, New York, said three of the 12 finalists will be inducted into the National Toy Hall of Fame on November 10th. The inductees will be chosen by the National Selection Advisory Committee with online players' choice voters counting collectively as one member of the committee. The games included in this year's field of of, of finalists include Bingo, the lottery game that first appeared in its modern form in the 1920s, Catan, the board game originally known as Settlers of Catan when it was published in Germany in 1995, (laughs) also known to Big Bang Theory fans as Um, (laughs) Ka'a, Phase 10, a rummy-style card game that appeared in 1992 and is the second best-selling card game in the world, wow have you ever heard of phase 10 no me either but okay it's, but it's the second best selling card game in the world well the best selling one's got to be uno right i i don't know and then there's racco a pattern building card game first introduced by milton bradley in 1956 also never, never heard of that either let's oh. see uh, other toys on the list of finalists are briar horses light bright masters of the universe uh nerf toys a pinata pound pumpies pound puppies that is when was the last time you heard of Pound Puppies? Now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before now.
0: Spirograph yeah. and the Spinning Top. Okay. Why? Spirograph and Spinning Top, why are they not already in there? Yes, And I exactly, say the same yeah. thing about Bingo. Mm-hmm. You know, these are ones that should have been in the initial class of toys, I would think. Yeah. Or go... Actually, you know what? Bingo's not a toy. It's a game. Yeah. Same, you know, but... Well, yeah, yeah. It's... there's a difference, I would think, because you've got to have a Game Hall of Fame. Oh, you they have... Because, yeah. You know, so this one doesn't, you know, I think we should set a protest, uh, an official protest. That, that No, I like bingo, but not here. How do you compare bingo with prior horses? Mm. Come on. <laughs> Mark and Mac mornings only on life radio FM. LifeRadio.fm Mark and Mac show cruising along singing a song side by side Thank you Thank you very much All right Mark can we get a uh, another uh, animal story in here it's Friday and what? you know we we rarely work a Friday when we can squeeze a three or four day weekend together mm-hmm. so being here today might mark the last Friday of the year but anyway
1: <laughs> well just If, spitballing. You, if you insist <laughs> An Arizona Sheriff's office said a loose goat Goat, mind you, terrorized a community for hours before being apprehended, and it promptly peed on a deputy. (laughs) The Maricopa County Sheriff's Office said in a Twitter post that the goat, which they called Billy, that's creative, guys. Love it. uh, Terrorized some residents of Tonopah for hours by causing damage to a garage door and an electrical cord before chasing a resident around a car. Hmm. <laughs> um, deputies from district two were able to take Billy into custody at which point he assaulted one of the, the deputies by urinating on them. <laughs> Billy was put into special handcuffs and turned over to livestock control. The, their Twitter post said Billy was charged with trespassing, assault, criminal damage, and disorderly conduct. <laughs> it's
0: a slow day for the Arizona sheriff's office. <laughs> wow. Disorderly conduct. I, i want to see these special handcuffs that's what i want to see yeah and why do they have them right Uh obviously you know this is uh come on
1: you notice they it was put into special handcuffs and turned over like like it went into the special handcuffs before they turned it over to livestock control
0: right i i got a feeling that if this was out here we'd be having a barbecue you know (laughs) liferadio.fm, Mark and Mac show, where just to give you the, uh, if you've been listening all morning, and we appreciate it, by the way, um, a lot of people only check in for different segments and then maybe come back and catch the podcast, which you can do. Um, But so far, we had a six-foot-long boa constrictor. Mm -hmm. We had a pig on the loose in a nice neighborhood, (laughs) and a goat that had to be arrested in Arizona with special goat cuffs. Now, a wolf. Reported on the loose near Oklahoma. Yeah, police in Oklahoma said they
1: they were responding. Let's see. They responded to reports of a wolf wandering around a daycare Mm. and ended up reuniting the cuddly wolf dog hybrid with its owner. The Oklahoma City Police Department said on Twitter that officers responded to a report of a wolf near a daycare and they arrived to find the canine was a cuddly puppy. Officers mm-hmm. learned the animal, which is 85% wolf and 15% Alaskan Malamute, had wow. been reported missing to a nearby police department. The cordial canine was reunited with its owner, the police say.
0: All right, so is this dog low with that 85% wolf, 15% <laughs> Alaskan? I mean, on his little tag, you know, when they chip him now. I mean, I don't know. How do you know that? I mean, did they, I would
1: think the DNA, I would think the the owner would probably know because they're breeders that do this,
0: you know? Yeah. But come on. 85%, 15%. Really? We're going (laughs) to go there. Come on, man. This sounds like Sheldon had a very unbusy weekend, you know,
1: figuring out the exact percentages of the breeds in the mixed breed animals. Yeah. (laughs) I'd like to do the math. He finally got tired of the, the wizards of
0: Ka'a. Yeah. (laughs) Wow, <laughs> Enchanted Bunny! <laughs> Life Radio FM, the Mark and Mac Show, and you know, Mark, um, I love the stories you find for us to talk about on the show. <laughs> I do. They, they just, I do. I really enjoy it because it, it's like from the sublime to the ridiculous, and then. The stupid. Mm-hmm. That's why we actually call them stupid criminals. Yes, it's- we do. Go! <laughs> oh! <laughs>
1: a suspect in a California tow truck theft was arrested. After returning for a bicycle, he left the scene. <laughs> the tow truck was taken from a business sometime overnight Friday. Police went to investigate at 6.30 a.m. Saturday. And, says police... Lieutenant Sophia Winter. Less than two hours later, somebody at the business called the cops again to say somebody had come back for a bike apparently left by whoever took the truck. Two employees from the business followed the bicyclist, and when police showed up, were involved in a physical struggle with him. the mm-hmm. po- The suspect, forty three year old Stephen Lawrence Hirai. Hirai, I guess, uh, tried to leave, but police were able to keep him on the scene and learned he was the subject of an active warrant, also in Marin mm-hmm. County, on suspicion of auto theft. He was also on probation. <laughs> when police searched the guy, they they found a stun gun, drug paraphernalia, and controlled substances. Mm-hmm. Uh, He was booked into the Marin County Jail on suspicion of receiving stolen property, taking a vehicle without owner's consent, battery, and other drug uh, traffic, and weapons weapons offenses. He was held in lieu of $75,000 bail.
0: Now, Mark, I'm sure there's a difference between uh, grand theft auto and receiving stolen, or taking a vehicle without (laughs) owner's consent, okay? (laughs) Yes. i know there is but i hope so otherwise it's just a it's just
1: a kinder gentler way to say grand theft auto right yeah
0: but i'm thinking all right so the dude gets away with stealing the tow truck and goes back for the bike yeah <laughs> let's see i've got a fifty thousand dollar tow truck i if it's a cheap bad one and a fifty dollar bike from the thrift store well let's go get the bike <laughs> liferadio.fm it's the parking and mag show what
1: i'm oh, sorry you're just okay earlier you mentioned uh, that your birthday is coming up yeah. and you don't you don't like celebrating your birthdays but braylon grandson braylon has yeah. is determined that this this birthday must be celebrated and he has yes. a plan yeah and, and so you mentioned just before we got just oh. before we <laughs> opened the mic it's, it's a you you turning you the age you're turning and if you'd known you're mm-hmm. going to live this long you there's so many things you would have uh, been different and yeah. i'm thinking wait till you hit 65 oh mean, buddy <laughs> yeah like we had this discussion at lunch yesterday somebody somebody's saying yeah i'm trying to cut back i'm getting older and i'm looking at him and this guy's maybe in his mid to upper 20s <laughs> oh come on i know i know and i said i said older wow listen try mowing your grass being sore from mowing your grass and you use a riding lawnmower that's when you know <laughs> you're getting older
0: <laughs> oh man now yeah mark wins <laughs> life radio.fm the mark and mag show and Still laughing over Mark's, you know, you, you know, you're old when your body hurts from using, you know, mowing your yard and you use a rotting lawnmower. Yeah. Uh, what's really, you know, that's going to be a redneck joke that Jeff yes, Hawksworth is going yeah. to turn into something. You might be a redneck if you use the same car to go to the Dollar General that you use to mow the yard. Uh, wow. All right. Mark, an airline returns a woman's lost bag. Why is this a story that we should talk about? Well. The stress
1: an air traveler felt the last 12 days subsided Monday afternoon when the suitcase containing a vital item finally arrived at her home in Austin, Texas. Emily, Emily Tweet, I think is her name. (laughs) I spelled oddly. um, Described the days leading to this moment as traumatic because the bright blue bag she checked for her September 1st flight from Austin to San Diego had her waterproof prosthetic leg inside. She planned to use this costly custom medical device to do everything from swim in the Pacific Ocean to showering. However, this critical piece of luggage never made it to her final destination, which she said ruined her trip because of all the time she spent unsuccessfully trying to find it. She finally turned to KXAN TV Friday for help after exhausting other options. She said an Allegiant Airlines representative at one point told her the bag never made it to her Austin flight. She assumed somebody must have stolen it. However, the day after KXAN reached a media spokesperson and shared information about her situation, she finally got a phone call that the airline found her bag. Somehow, her suitcase had traveled, uh, had, and uh, no, let's see, her suitcase had another traveler's information placed on it. So mm-hmm. it had been sitting in baggage claim all this time. Oh wow! At the airport in Provo, Utah. Wow. She said. So they were calling that person, saying we have your bag, and that person <laughs> was saying it's not mine. <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm frantic, panicked, thinking that my items are gone, like just stolen from the airport. So I really learned a lesson for sure about flying and tracking your stuff. Mm-hmm. In a statement for Allegiant, uh, in a statement, Allegiant Airlines extended an apology to her mm-hmm. or
0: the mishandling of the bag wow well, that they have kind of like the standard email for that one yeah know? i bet they do but this, you gotta wonder where uh, where were the uh, you know x-men or the uh, guys in black you know they <laughs> find you know because you're talking about the six million dollar man leg here yeah that's you know, right. Is, yeah. Or, or not i mm. guess that's how you can tell the difference right yeah because nobody really cared <laughs> Bless I, 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 i'm thinking this is a
1: prime this is a prime argument for Spending a little bit of money and buying those Apple AirTags that I, <laughs> I hear about this stuff a lot now where people, right? people are, uh, they buy, they buy these things and they have little holders that are about the size of a credit card and you can slide them in pockets inside your, your luggage. Right. And that way you always know where your luggage is. Mm-hmm. So if you get to your destination and your luggage is not there, you pull out your phone and say, okay, where's my luggage? And it'll tell you wow. it's in Poughkeepsie. Well, it's supposed <laughs> to be in San Diego. So you know exactly where it is, even if
0: they can't tell you where it is. Huh? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm all for that. That, yeah. that would not be a bad thing, but I'm just, okay. Um, maybe I missed it here, but why wasn't she wearing the leg? <laughs> liferadio.fm. It's the Mark and Mac show and we appreciate you joining us today. Hopefully you've got great plans for the weekend. One thing I do want to throw out there, Mark, with it being Friday. um, One of the things that you, you generally speaking, that we as a people don't do after our children grow up and leave the house, we don't go to, you know, high school events like a football game. Right. And I will tell you that you would be amazed at how many of your friends uh, because of children and grandchildren, they do go to the ball games on Friday night, your local, you know, high school team yeah. and go out there and have some fun. You know, it, it really is a nice evening out. The weather will be you know fairly comfortable and you know, I'm just throwing it out there that it could be a fun night hmm. Yeah, and you will be shocked at the cost of everything, by the way, just <laughs> throwing it out there. Yeah. I can't believe I'm having to pay to park. I can't believe. You know what? What's really sad is when you go to your little Pee Wee football game and the only people there to watch the game are the parents right. who have already footed the bill to pay for everything else for these kids. And now you're going <laughs> to soak them at the game. Yeah. Anyway. How
1: much are the nachos? Excuse Too me. Too much. 12 for nachos? Yeah. What? Are you, <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> are we flying these in now?
1: Or are Wait a minute. I'm looking for the Disney logo on the thing here. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, you but you think know what? This is a theme park?
0: What's going Dude, on? Saturday morning, when you're there for Pee Wee football, you're getting the leftover stuff from the Friday night high school. Day. Some of the chips are actually scooped off the benches you're now sitting on. Okay. Ooh. That congealed cheese is not congealed cheese. Just throwing it out there. LifeRadio.fm, it's the Mark and Mac show. You're home for the weird and crazy and now a monster, (laughs) 625-pound, 13-foot-long alligator. This Mm -hmm. sounds like the thing I used to have to blow up at a country radio (laughs) station for remotes.
1: (laughs) Well, it was a big weekend at Cordray's Processing and Taxidermy in Ravenel for the first weekend of the South Carolina's annual alligator hunt. (laughs) Sunday, they posted on Facebook that they'd received 18 gators for processing, some on the smaller size. And then there was the first one brought in on Saturday night, a Whopper, 13 (laughs) feet long, 625 pounds. Michael Cordray, who started the business about 30 years ago, said Saturday's catch was among the top five gators for length and weight. He's processed. The biggest was 825 pounds, 13 feet, six inches. His business gets ninety to a hundred alligators during the hunting season. That uh, season runs from September tenth to October eighth, according to the AZ Animals website. South Carolina's biggest alligator catch was thirteen feet six inches and a thousand twenty-five pounds. That wow. one
0: took two hours to bring in. Wow! Yeah. And how many belts and shoes and luggage? <laughs> I mean, think about that. And by the way, it tastes like chicken. <laughs> Life the Mark and Mac Show, and Mark. Very quickly, I got to share something with you. If you don't mind? Okay. I don't mind because I don't usually do birthday thing. I, I usually it's the anti birthday that I talk about. Right. Yeah. And every year time the family won't let me just be whatever. This year I gave in because I was not about to take away the joy from my little seven year old grandson who just loves to do things for people. He's got such a big heart, oh, you know. Yeah. And it's just really cool that he has just this really awesome uniqueness about him that your grandkid is not as good as my grandkid just letting everybody know okay I, i'll make sure you know that going in but anyway well, that's i good. am that guy mm-hmm. i am that guy the dollar general that i'm not kidding when i realized i was standing in line at the dollar general had my phone out and was showing pictures of my grandson to somebody in line mm-hmm. that i did not know it's somebody oh, i'd never oh, met before oh, i'm gosh. going look at it you know it's like i thought I became that guy, and I have
1: that guy.
0: I looked down, Mark, and I was wearing flip flops with dark socks. (laughs) I'm that guy.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um, Uh, so Braylon clearly has plans. Has he learned? Has he learned how to sing this song for you? Ah. You must videotape this, by the way. Mm.
0: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> not fun. Ah. i'll let you know <laughs> yeah please do i'm not sure we'll find out <laughs> it'll be fun no matter what because he like i said he's planned it and i'm excited what we're going out for and um but it hit me that my mom when i was born i, I came way late okay and uh she got so frustrated you know because i she was ready to move on with life you know and yeah So the night before, because she, they were like, if you don't have her, have him by whatever, we'll induce labor on the 17th. So I was getting born on the 17th, no matter what. (laughs) So on the 16th, um, she had a dinner party. And it was something that had been scheduled because they expected that I would have already been born and be a couple weeks old by then. Uh (laughs) And it was for like her Sunday school thing or something anyway. So she just carried on. And the night before I was born had this big, you know, Mexican fiesta. And uh, that became my thing all my life. Wow. I, I'm a Mexican food guy. Oh, and I yeah. trace it back to my last night in the womb. There you go. Wow. Yeah. Well, all I can
1: say for your birthday with your Mexican feast is Hakuna mataco.
0: <laughs> Wait, Wait a minute. Mark and Mac are back.
1: The Mark and Mac Show. Weekday mornings on liferadio.fm. Life Radio. <laughs>